The next two weeks are really going to change the complexion in this country. We'll get through this, but it's going to be a hard period. We're looking at two months, probably of difficulty. To give you a basis of comparison, two weeks ago, Italy had nine cases. 95% of all their cases have been diagnosed in the last 10 days. For South Korea, 85% of all their cases have been diagnosed in the last 10 days. We're entering that period right now of rapid acceleration. And, and what? Right. Uh, yeah, and that, that's what was missing all day long and taking in the news. And it's a tenth <laughs> as bad as the, as the flu. Or it's bad because the flu is pretty bad and this is adding to it. Or this has potential to be worse than the flu. Nobody ever explains. Also, there's the weirdness of uh, just math and statistics, which can always be misleading. Um, our 90% of the cases in Italy have been... Uh, found in the last two weeks because they weren't testing before really that much? Because I know we weren't. If we actually get a testing kits everywhere and start testing, we'll have an explosion in, ca- in the number of cases we've tested for and found. That doesn't mean the cases change that much. Right, right. We just now have the ability to test for them or well, started testing for them. It's exploding like wildfire, Jack, without the fire. It's more. It's exploding like fidget spinners. I mean, what, what is the significance of this? Would somebody in authority, using your scary voice, if you insist, because you all seem to want to these days, explain why something that is a tiny fraction in terms of fatalities of the flu freaking everybody out? I'm going to touch my face if I want to. Ah, I'll touch it whenever I want. Do whatever you want with your face. I'm touching mine. <laughs> Do whatever you want with your face. Yes. Joe Getty says. Speaking of angry defiance, oh, my God. Put that what? in a press release, Hanson. Get that out of the stat, a press release. Joe yeah. Getty says, Do whatever you want with your face. I'm, I'm touching I'm mine. I'm touching mine. I'm, pre- <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm prepared to say what needs to be said. <laughs> oh, speaking of defiance, oh, my gosh, what a great weekend. We I spent uh, yesterday afternoon uh, exercising my Second Amendment rights with some great folks. We uh, had a bunch of different handguns and rifles and stuff like that. And not only were we shooting at a variety of targets um, from, uh, you know, your paper targets that the shots showed up and you could, you know, figure out which guns you like and when you're shooting straight and and guys who were really good marksmen would help you with your form, blah, blah, blah. But then uh, we started shooting at explosives. There you go. Shooting guns at explosives. Fantastic. Now, that ain't an American good time. What is America? Oh, my God. It was so great. Kabooey! I believe I nailed positive. Sean, you'd have been impressed by this. I, oh, by the way, if you have an iPhone, you don't appreciate how great your video is because I, I had this great shot. It's like 200 yards at this little uh, explosive thing. And I nailed it and went kerblooey. But the gal who took the video, it's just it's, the phone does not take oh, good video off brand. And I know, I know. Mm-hmm. And I'm so disappointed because that is probably the high point of my life. <laughs> As I, okay. I blew oh. something. There's up. more to say I, there. No, 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 no. I thought that was the end of the sentence. Please births my children, my, uh, my wedding, blah, blah, blah. No. Uh, but as a, as a, uh, a wielder of firearms, definitely making something blow up from 200 yards away. I felt like a real man. Awesome. Briefly. Briefly. Need more of that. My wife told me to put away the gun and wash my hands. It was time for dinner. Firearms. Arms made of fire? <laughs> it's a gun. Oh. It's a gun, Sean. It's a fancy word for gun. Stocks have resumed trading after shutting her down, after yeah. a bit of a panic. So they got her going again. 
Crude oil is down 30%, biggest drop since the Gulf War in 91. That's a pretty significant thing right there, that oil situation. Yeah, Vlad Putin's in a fight with the Saudis. They want to cut production to prop up prices, and he says no. And If this were 1985 and we weren't a, 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 a net oil exporter at this mm-hmm. point, this would be the only story in America. Yeah. We'd be looking at gas lines, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. But yeah. we make our own oil, so take a, take a blank of that over there in the Middle East. Pound sand. I wonder if I could. Uh, they got plenty of it. Um, I wonder if I could rent one of those big oil tank trucks you see rolling down the highway. And store like thousands of gallons of gasoline or crude oil in that. I mean, you got to buy when it's cheap. Best, I almost hate to give you this advice. It's such good advice, but Warren Buffett, when everybody's getting greedy, I get scared. And when everybody's scared, I get greedy. This is a good time to buy. I, you know, maybe now, maybe in a few days, well, a few, I'm not going to tell you. See, what that's to do. the part, though. That's the part I don't get. I understand the philosophy makes perfectly good sense. Mm-hmm. Is today the day, or is this it's, coming it Friday matter. the day? It doesn't matter because I will... want the bottom. Okay. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. <laughs> WBTD. Yeah, we buy the dips. So if it goes, we buy the dips. We buy the dips. Mm. That's yes. what we do in this house. <laughs> we buy the dips. So you buy the day. It goes down for two weeks, and it goes up for the next six years. Who cares? It's 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 going to be fine. I'll everybody. always know I, I didn't get it at the bottom. I just, <laughs> I just wish I had one of those big tanker trucks. Full of oil. Full of that oil. you can shoot at? Is we back to that? Or? No, no, no. I'm going to shoot at my oil. I'm going to stockpile it. Hoard it. It's never been cheaper to shoot at oil. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell it to my neighbors. Quadruple the price. I'm going to go Venezuela on them. So I'm going to have to bring a wheelbarrow of cash to Joe's oil truck. <laughs> you want oil, you're going to pay. <laughs> um, I don't know if you saw any Bernie interviews over the weekend, but he is in. He sounds a little panicky. Sounds a little panicky, and he should be because he's in a high risk group for coronavirus. That and there are a fair number of models that would show mathematical models that would show if he doesn't win Michigan tomorrow night, he's just done. Yeah, And there's all kinds of real reasons, too. I mean, everybody's on board with the endorsement. You see the one endorsement he was touting over the weekend? So he was on all the talk shows, and they were asking him, Cory Booker, uh, Kamala Harris, Pete Buttigieg, everybody, all these different governor of Michigan came out over the weekend and endorsed Biden. That's a big one. And Bernie's response was, well, do you know who I've got on my side? Alex Baldwin. Jesse Jackson. Oh, boy. Inventor of the Rainbow Coalition. Oh, boy. It's campaigning with me. Jesse Jackson, and I thought, man, when Jesse Jackson is your uh, your guy, former civil rights leader and blackmailer, Jesse Jackson. Yeah, great. Bernie, you're done. Yeah, I think so, too. Which is wild. I was actually texting with Joe over the weekend. I, th- I don't think there's any reason for us to go to the Democratic convention. If, if Biden is known to be the guy by the, the end of this week, and it's just one of your regular... Home conventions, a with... coronation, as you put it, yeah. in the text. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, the only good reason I can think of is that Milwaukee in the summertime is fabulous. Oh no, no, I would love to be there. I mean, for a as that'd a vacation. Yeah, yeah, but if fantastic. we're working the whole time and the rest of it, but in terms of newsmaking, I don't think it's going to be what uh, everybody thought. It, th- this is this is actually going to end up wrapping up earlier than most races, well, quite possibly. We'll have a pretty good idea. Which yeah, the Democratic Party, the Democratic Party really wants it to be. They wanted to get it to the, let's turn all our attention toward Donald Trump and not uh, squabble among ourselves. So they might be doing that this week. I don't know. So listen to this, would you? Speaking of elections, did you hear about this? Did you see this? A Dallas County election uh, officials in Dallas, Texas, uh, uh, Tejas is what we say down here. 
according to Michael Bloomberg, correcting Texans on how to say Texas. Hilarious. How did he not get elected? That's so charming. It's probably going around. Uh, I guess it was Trump who's lecturing people to say Nevada. Whoops. Somebody get in the president's here. Anyway, uh, stop correcting people who live in states on how they pronounce their state. <laughs> Uh, Dallas County Elections Administrator, uh, Administrator Tony Pippins Poole discovered her office did not count in about 10% of the ballots voters cast on Super Tuesday. They found 44 thumb drives containing ballots from various precincts that were not included in the final results. 10%? 44 thumb drives. How many ballots is that up to? Uh, what, I tell you what, let's take a quick break. Okay. We'll bring you the details in a moment or two, but that's an enormous flounder. And Twitter flagged one of the president's tweets over the weekend and uh, yanked it down. It's the first time this has happened under their new rules. We'll see if you think it's appropriate or not. I'm guessing no. All of it on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Play games about the fans? No, it's impossible. I ain't playing. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got the fans in the crowd. That's what I play for. I play for my teammates. Play for, I play for the fans. That's what it's all about. So, if I show up to an arena and ain't no fans in there, I ain't playing. That's LeBron James saying he is not playing <laughs> if there are no fans in the stands. Not sure he contractually has that option, but... Uh, well, and they're watching TV. You'd be bad at radio, LeBron. You just have to trust that there are people out there enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, it would be weird, though. I, I heard a whole bunch of people talk about March Madness with no fans in the stands for the coronavirus, if you're not following along with this. Even though there's not really, uh, you know, the rest of the explanation there, because it would, and that would lead to... And we fear... Mm, as right. opposed to... Compared to the flu? The flu three years ago, we didn't cancel the fans being at March Madness when 60,000 people died of the flu. We didn't cancel squat. Nobody even brought it up. Why now? Nobody wants to answer that question. Uh, Book the the head of the CDC. (laughs) And if not him, is deputy under deputy of under deputies. You know, I'll bet the most popular video last week around this was certainly that lady who said, don't touch your face and then licked her thumb. Yes. God, everybody loves that. My oh kids my love God, that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, it's bringing us all together during these troubled times. <laughs> so dumb. So this is unbelievable. Dallas County, Dallas, Texas. The elections administrator, Tony Pippenspool, discovered her office didn't count about 10% of the ballots that voters cast. Whoops. She discovered 44 thumb drives containing ballots that were not included in the final results. I don't know what their system is. There's not some sort of checklist? It's also uncertain. You wouldn't know that at the end of the night we're supposed to have 132 thumb drives? Apparently not. And we only got about 90? Just bring me all the thumb drives. Now let's count the votes. No. Apparently not. It's also uncertain to this moment, Jack, if the 44 thumb drives represent 44 individual voting centers or joint centers where votes were cast in both primaries. 
Still, the drives represent almost a tenth of the vote total uh, open on Tuesday. Obviously, 10% could uh, swing a swing an election quite a bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, of the 44 thumb drives, 16 were not received in a timely manner to the Elections Department, and 28 were from voting machines not scheduled to be used, but were used by volunteer election officials. So, we don't know who's using what or when, and then we just take the thumb drives, and nobody has any idea how many there ought to be, and we don't even check. She discovered the point, uh, the the problem, I guess, when she was auditing the number of votes cast and thought, wait a minute, we didn't have the, that number uh, in our system. And so people are calling for her to step down and, and the rest of it. But that is rather shocking, especially when you consider, and, and very few people know this, Jack. I only know it because you brought it up. Uh, in in Texas, or, or Tejas, the way we say it here. You spent a lot of time in Texas? Uh, what, what do you... Tejas, we'd say here. No, they wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. Not really. Not often. <laughs> uh, but uh, back in the late 60s, even, or early 60s, there was tremendous vote fraud Oh yeah. in, in America. Uh, whether in Texas or Chicagoland, where I grew up, notorious for vote fraud. Those jokes weren't jokes. They were joking descriptions of the truth. The dead voted in numbers that the Democratic Party would envy. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's it's no joke when 10% of the votes just, uh, yeah, yeah, we don't know where they are. We didn't count them. Oh, look, here they are. Okay, we'll count them now if you insist. Man, we got to be better than that, people. We got this text uh, from, uh, the, how many schools across the country have been closed for coronavirus? Do you have any idea? I do not. Like Washington Handful. closed a bunch. <clears throat> yeah. But I don't think many more across the country that I'm aware of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's one in my hood, not my own son's school, but one in the area. Uh, somebody texted, as a friend noted, if the kids aren't at school, they'll probably just be hanging together at the mall anyway. Yeah, certainly depending on the age, they're <laughs> hanging together somewhere anyway. Not sure what you've accomplished. I, I get the idea is you don't want the kids trading it around because anybody who's raised elementary school kids knows that every single bug of the month rips its way through the school and home to the families and the rest of it. And it's good for your immune system eventually. But um, if the idea is we don't want them trading it around because this could be dangerous to granny and and, and people are asymptomatic. Uh, a lot. So it's not like the flu. When you have the flu, you know you have the flu. You mm-hmm. got a darn good idea you have the flu. If that's what's going on, explain it. Three sentences, three or four carefully constructive, constructed declarative sentences explaining why you people are doing all this stuff. That would be very helpful. Because, you know, it's funny. I was listening to uh, the, the, the terrible CNN this morning. And... They were. They had this gal going on and on and on and on about the uh, the president's terrible response to this. And I was listening to it, and and, in, and this is not. I'm not trying to make a political point here. I'm talking about a a lifelong and career long consumer of the media and politics. I listened to it and I thought that might be ten percent true, or forty, or eighty, or one hundred, and I don't have any idea. Right. There is no ring of truth to it. Just rhetoric. Just spin. Um, and, and at some point, we ought to have some outlet or some person or some spokesperson who has a little gravitas and doesn't just come off as, you know, somebody's campaign spokesman making some outrageous statement about the other guy. Uh-huh. And that's the the feel of the coronavirus stuff to me. It just feels like politics. Um, Maybe you fault the administration for that. I, I don't know. 
I don't know. Nah, this has been growing through my whole life, so. Yeah. Yeah, and oddly enough, it's what Vlad Putin wants. Nobody believes anything. Weaken the institutions of the West. This whole stock market thing is something, whether this is a, um, well, you mentioned earlier, is this the sort of thing where we bounce back in a couple of days or a week or month or a couple of years? I don't know how, how far down it's going to go, but it's a pretty big drop today. Interestingly um, enough, uh, I was listening to Ian Bremer. We ought to take, talk to Ian uh, one of these days. He thinks this is going to be uh, great news for Mexico in particular. As uh, big uh, companies are realizing, global sounds nice, but there are a lot of miles involved and a lot of risks. And regional might be better than global. So rather than do something in China, you do it in Mexico? Yeah, uh, Mexico could become a, a new manufacturing center. Muchas gracias. It'd help, if it wasn't, help if it wasn't a narco state, but yes. uh, I understand the point Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Former Clinton advisor Dick Morris says... And he often says things to get attention, but he said Joe Biden should be checked for dementia, should have to undergo a dementia test. Oh, boy. And that he thinks the Trump side should push for that. Wow. And throws out some examples. Wow. That could be a pretty good political angle. Yes. The show us your taxes, the show us your dementia test. Yeah, that's brutal, but... yeah. Sounds like a good idea. That, that might be uh, something we're talking about for the next nine months. Oh, boy. The Armstrong and Getty Show. California has officially declared a state of emergency about the coronavirus, but Disneyland is still open. (laughs) Really? So, (laughs) pack yourself in with strangers from all over the world and ride a log. A ride literally called Splash Mountain. Burns. Oh, yes. Oh, I'm wiping my eyes with these Clorox bleach wipes. <laughs> ah! Oh, I figure if you know, touching your eyes gives you the the virus. Sure, you got to swab them out once in a while. Oh Lord, I can't see. Is that normal? Here we rework. They've handed out Clorox wipes to everybody, so we're good to go. Yes, Sean, do the door handles on a regular basis, please. Okay. Oh, you're right on that. I'm not sure I like your tone. <laughs> um, so the the coronavirus cruise ship is docking in Oakland, California. Probably want to wipe your craw with that too. <laughs> what? They're coming ashore, right? And I saw this uh, article on the front page of USA Today about one of the problems they've got is keeping people's anonymity. Because so many people have a fear of being outed if the public found out they had coronavirus. Right. Well, plus and, the and vigilantes is... have shown up there at the cruise dock with their, their pitchforks and their clubs and their axe handles and their torches ready to... What's that? No, nobody's doing anything. Fine. If I had coronavirus, I'd be perfectly comfortable coming on there and say, yeah, I got it. They tested me and that's what I got. All right, stay away from me. Try not to Whatever. On yeah. Whatever. Um, my son turned 10 over the weekend, which I find it... Oh, I, happy I know, birthday, Sam. I know whether you're a parent of a, uh, you, you, you're saying this about your one-year-old, your 21-year-old, or your 51-year-old. As a parent, you say, I can't believe my kid is blank. Right. Um, 
It's just the way it is. You said uh, 10, right? Yeah. 10 double digits. And uh, which he's very excited about. And I'm expecting. Why, Michael? What are you with the Census Bureau or what? Oh, no. I just Let I remember tell the story. Why are you grilling him? I just remember the first day. Uh, that's all. I know. It goes by oh, yeah. fast, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my um, God. Yeah. And, uh, duh, duh, duh. Oh, and I'm expecting a lot more out of him. I keep telling him, now that you're 10, <laughs> this isn't going to fly. <laughs> um, oh, boy. But so for his <laughs> birthday on Saturday, we went to uh, Laser X and Bowling. Laser X is. Oh, the, that's a big day. Yeah. It's all in one place, and you run around and shoot each other with a. I'd never done that before. That is something. Doesn't that encourage militarism? I, I don't worry about militarism, but the, with the in the whole school shooting environment, that just there's there's something weird about uh, chasing people around with a gun. Yeah, and hiding so and it's just you know that must be I've I've lived in a soft part of the country for too long that day it even pops into my mind. Yeah, because uh, Midwest Kansas Jack wouldn't have thought I'm not sure this is a good thing right now. Did the um, kids seem to enjoy no, it? The kids just love it. Okay. It's just nothing but. Flipping fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so Plus we did that. bowling. Oh. But I hadn't bowled in, and this happens as you get older. Well, I went, for my birthday, a couple weeks ago, I went and got a, a basketball goal so I could shoot baskets, and I realized as I was shooting my first basket, I don't think I had had a basketball in my hand, shot it toward a hoop in certainly decades. Wow. And, uh... Time can go by. And I was thinking that with a bowling ball in my hand the other day. How long since I bowled? <laughs> I know. 20 years, maybe? I know. Been a long time since I bowled, and it's changed a lot in the 20 years. Bowling has? Yeah, well, the, Don't you hurl the ball at the pins? That part hasn't changed. The shoes are way different now. Mm-hmm. Bowling shoes have changed a tremendous amount. Really? I think they're worse, but, they're, uh, but they've but they changed. They're a Velcro sort of thingy, and they tried to make them look cooler, I guess, but... Um, cooler than they used to look, and then the, the two tone uh, with the number on the heel. And I hadn't bowled. I that? hadn't bowled since I got the super fancy computerized scoring thingy. Oh, now that's that is cool, yeah. so cool. You take a, it takes a picture of your face, and then after every ball, there's a funny jib jab video of oh, you really? doing all kinds of wacky stuff. And my kids were just cracking up. Oh, that's <laughs> great. Yeah, and so they they have all of you doing all these wacky things on up on the screen. While they're wow. resetting the pins, the the amount of entertainment with bowling now is way more than when I was a kid. I was telling my son, we had paper and a pencil. You had to do it yourself. There was math involved. Your dad <laughs> would teach you how. No, son, no, it's a spare. So it's 10 plus the first ball <laughs> on the next frame. <laughs> I told him you went bowling. It was like an afternoon of math homework. Right. <laughs> and certainly there were no fun videos or anything. But man, well, we so had to get smart to... by the world of bowling, though. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, alone, the game itself could seem a little anachronistic, a little old-timey, but that's super smart. Yeah, I bowl. I'll bet that's what they talk about all day long at your your bowling industry conventions. I did win, so as I'm also the fastest person in my family, I was the number one bowler. I bowled a, rolled a sweet 120. Oh, way, to, way to dominate children. <laughs> really knocking them down. Really <laughs> impressive. You know, there's a guy next to me in the bowling alley. Um, and he showed up, and he's got on his uh, cart he's pulling with his own balls and, like, hand g- g- glove thingy and all this, uh, wow. own shoes, and I thought, this guy's going to be good. And yeah. he had unbelievable form, but he pulled a 140. Mm. So, eh, whatever. Tough game. Yeah, Challenging. I don't know. I've, 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 I've bowled a lot, and I've bowled, like, once every decade, and my score stays the same. Well, as I've <laughs> said before, uh, this is my one comment on bowling. 12-year-old Joe and 30-year-old <laughs> Joe and present Joe. Could all bowl, and we would tie. <laughs> and and there was a time in my life I tried hard to improve, <laughs> right. and I just never could. So, on the other hand, 
one day. This is this is an, if you know anything about bowling, you're gonna think this story's hilarious. If you don't, you won't. I went to uh, to bowl with my buddy Rich from Detroit, bass player from the Dead Flowers, and I bowled a 102, a 227. Whoa, that's and, a serious score. And a 97. <laughs> That hurts your average. Back to back to back. There you go. A Seriously. And the blind pig found an acorn, then immediately coughed it up. And when I went up to pay, I was expecting the last time I bowled, it would have cost like $3 each. No, <laughs> no, no, no. That was almost 60 bucks for the four of us to bowl. Oh, yeah. With the rent and yeah. the shoes. I thought, this is going to be like $8. I had a $10 bill out. Those jib jab videos aren't free, Jim. Yeah, Actually, I, they are. I get Mostly it. free. Yeah. Um, in just a second, we'll play this. Uh, video that the president tweeted out over the weekend that actually got flagged on Twitter with part of their new policy. We'll play it for you and explain what was going on there. Is it deserved or was it? Is it persecution by the lefties at Twitter? I don't know. We'll let you decide. We'll play it for you. So a word from our sponsor, Simply Safe, who brings you this hour of the Armstrong and Getty Show, and how kind is that of them? You should thank them. But you should also thank them for their award-winning home protection, two-time winner of CNET's Editor's Choice Award for Simply Safe Security. This is what you need to know, you really need to know about Simply Safe. First of all, you set it up yourself, it's going to take about 30 minutes to an hour, and now you've got home safety. And no contracts, and this is a 60-day risk-free trial. So why wouldn't you get it, try it out, and see if you like it? It's way better and way less expensive than the traditional company thing you do. And yeah, they have the outdoor cameras and doorbell alerts for people outside your home. Entry sensors, motion glass break sensors even to guard the inside. You barely notice it's there. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong to get that free 60-day risk-free trial. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Simply has two I's in it instead of a Y. It's revolutionary. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. So I don't know who put this together originally, but the president did retweet it over the weekend. It was flying around. This is how it sounds. Turn this primary from a campaign that's about negative attacks into one about what we're for, because we cannot get reelect. We cannot win this reelection. Excuse me. We can only reelect Donald Trump. That is exactly accurate. That's what he said. It is exactly accurate. That is what he said. But after that, he said we can only reelect Donald Trump if, in fact, we get engaged in this circular firing squad. Is right. the rest of the sentence. Right. So uh, does that make sense to flag that as inappropriate content or I don't know. I, I have in my career of following politics heard the quoted the first part of a sentence or a statement or a paragraph even. And then they left out the rest of it for spin purposes a thousand times. Yeah. A thousand. And generally you hear, he actually finished that by saying, mm-hmm. um, that's why we need to blah, blah, blah. So, And then you get this perspective and you go on with your life. Uh, number, number one, I think to focus on Twitter and not the fact that Joe Biden sounds like he's about ready to be put in a home might be the wrong emphasis there. The White right? House is a home. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. Probably got the best medical care of any home you could be in. That might be the best home for him. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Th- so, yeah, okay. But it's funny. Did he, does anybody... Here's my problem with you, Jack Dorsey. Is there a single air-sucking homo sapien who heard that 
and walked away saying, not, that was weird, Biden's stumbling all over. No, they said, wow, I heard Joe Biden say we need to reelect President Trump. Is there a single person who came away from that seriously thinking that was what Biden meant? You should see this, honey. It's surprising. Joe Biden is suggesting we reelect Donald Trump. Nobody thought that. Everybody knew it was a gaffe. Yeah. Anyway. It's mostly just humor. Which Play it again, us- would you? It's very amusing. Turn this primary from a campaign that's about negative attacks into one about what we're for, because we cannot get reelect. We cannot win this reelection. Excuse me. We can only reelect Donald Trump. Oh, actually, and, here I've, I found the audio of what he followed no, that he up with. He gave up on his campaign halfway through that. This is there the, were so many gaps. <laughs> he quit and said, "Let's reelect Donald Trump." Yeah, and then he immediately followed that up with this. And no sideways and bushwhacking, pouring swaggering, crocker crocker is going to roll away. This is cutter. Joe Biden, all the way to the White House. Yeah, good. Oh, that's funny. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It was announced Friday that South by Southwest has been canceled because of the coronavirus. Meanwhile, coronavirus is set to headline Coachella. See, that, that's a, I heard that I don't know how many times over the last several days, and nobody ever th- added in any context of, you know, a local official thought this was an overreaction, or they did it because of... The danger being... Does that, that more make, people would get a mild disease that really doesn't kill many people. But does it make sense that South by Southwest canceled their big their big concert thing? There's plenty of other things going on. We got this text. I was at the Rose Bowl flea market over the weekend. If you're not familiar with it, it's a giant flea market in Pasadena that they have every every weekend. Mm-hmm. And the, this person said there were thousands of people there yeah. in a state that's in a state of emergency. People voluntarily are going to giant gatherings. It's only when others canceled them that they aren't. Yeah. So people are, this whole, people are afraid. They're scared. They don't know what to do. Well, some people apparently are, but thousands of people went to the flea market, for instance, or the bowling alley was full of people. Left to our own devices, we don't seem to be all frightened into submission. No. I, I just don't, I don't have a grasp of whether these are overreactions or not. No, and I really think we need a... a Fairly, you know, we just need to interview somebody and ask them the questions that nobody else is asking, and then and and put it out on social media and hope people spread it around like the coronavirus itself, because there's so much spin and so much fear mongering for the purpose of ratings and the rest of it that it's just it's gotten completely out of hand. Uh, number of emails you can email us anytime mailbag at armstrongandgetty dot com whether you have a comment or there's something we ought to be talking about mailbag at armstrongandgetty dot com back to back emails entitled daughter in Italy mm. here's one from uh, anonymous so my daughter is in Florence Italy for a junior year study abroad program etc her program was canceled last week and the students were told to go home she's still there traveling enjoying her time in Europe went to Pompeii yesterday and it was closed. Which makes no sense. The people there are already dead. Hilarious. Uh, K-W-I-H-A-T-A-F-T-I. Keep washing your hands and taking advice from the Internet. That's anonymous. A quarter of Italy is uh, locked down. So that was daughter in Italy, email number one. Daughter in Italy, email number two. From a different anonymous. 
You two are asshats. Mm. My daughter lives outside the hottest zone of Italy, but she says this is not the flu, and you are sending a false sense of complacency. The extreme problem with COVID-19 is the overwhelming of the healthcare system, as a high number of cases need respirators or oxygen. You need to read this report from the WHO and NH, and then it's a link to a Reddit, a Reddit page full of Reddit comments and incredibly questionable uh, statistics out of China, which is A, a bunch of communist liars, B, elderly chain smokers getting third world medical care. So those statistics don't mean a lot to me. Then Anonymous wrote us back, sorry I called you asshats. I'm anxious for my daughter in the heart of the COVID-19 in Italy. She's anxious, too. She's anxious less for herself than the large elderly population and the strain on the economy and healthcare workers. Okay. We appreciate the the uh, apology. Accepted. No hard feeling. I love this one from Jerry. Coronavirus is hard on the elderly. Who's elderly? Our presidential candidates. Well played, China. Mm. Mm. Dirty commies. Coming after our would-be leaders. Hey, yo, Joe, I'm still in Costa Rica, writes Brian. Nobody's wearing masks or talking about the coronavirus. In addition, our stock market woes continue. Prices have, including today's pre-market move, dropped the market all the way down to the levels of October 2019. Ooh, that was a rough time to be alive. I remember October of 2019. Yeah, I know. Judy and I said, how do you bring kids into this world? And that and the fact that our kids are grown, we didn't have any more. Uh, yeah, that was four whole months ago. Yeah, it may go down more, but it'll go up again. That's Everybody good perspective right down. there. Yeah. Um, uh, thanks, Brian, for that report from Costa Rica. Todd Starnes. We used to work with Todd. He works yep. for Fox News now. Um, great dude. Really terrific human being. Uh, breaking news. The New York State Department of Health reported more than 8,000 cases of the flu this week. That is true. There was no widespread panic, no run on the banks, no fights over toilet paper at Costco. There's no hoarding of canned goods. In other nudes, not nudes. In news. other nudes? News. That's not very Todd Cheat. Starnes-like. In other news, there were 76 reported cases of coronavirus. In response, Governor Cuomo declared a state of emergency. Have you heard a single official say, now listen, in a single week in New York, we've had 8,000 cases of the flu, and 76 of coronavirus. But the reason we're reacting way more strongly for the coronavirus is, have you ever heard that sentence finished? No. I've not heard... A couple of years ago, the flu killed 60,000 people. 5,000 a month. The reason we didn't cancel March Madness when 5,000 a month were dying is... <laughs> haven't had that sentence finished. Or tell old people they shouldn't right. come or anything like that. Well, finally, an authoritative voice uh, moves to the fore, Jack. Uh, there's a nice note from Melissa. Flipping channels last week, I briefly landed on The Talk, which is like The View, but less annoying. <laughs> In a discussion about COVID-19, none other than Marie Osmond shared that her son or nephew or somebody who's a physician told her that people who wear glasses are less likely to get infected since it can get contracted through one's eyes. Mm. She, first, she Marie Osmond, she is a little bit country, further urged people to buy non-prescription glasses. Not sure if it's true, but it was frightening how quickly the other co-hosts jumped on board and the audience cheered. <laughs> the audience cheered. So buy yourself uh, clear glasses or reading glasses, whether you need them or not, or 
or goggles at the Home Depot. I've now caused a run on safety goggles, I'm sure, I, and, and, and carpenters won't be able to get them. I've thus far done nothing different. Maybe I've got a death wish. I don't know, but uh, I don't think I do. Oh, my gosh, my wife is traveling. Um crossing the country to, to visit with our daughter. Uh, I would go, but I'm working! Anyway. um, I, So she can't find hand sanitizer anywhere. You can't buy it. You might as well be looking for leprechaun ears, or I don't know, unicorn farts. But you can't you can find... Buy those. <laughs> well, you can't find it, is my point. So she goes online, she finds a uh, a recipe for making your own hand sanitizer, so she can, you know, stay clean on the plane, because you got a bunch of weirdos. You don't know where they're from or what they've touched on an airplane, with you? A <laughs> bunch of weirdos. But so she, she's going to make her own hand sanitizer. <laughs> she can't find the raw materials to do that. Wow. Because there's been a run on, like your isopropyl alcohol, your rubbing alcohol you use, there's the 70%, and then there's the 90%, and you want the 90% to make your hand sanitizer. You can't find it anywhere, because people are freaking out so much. Hmm. As I touch my nose, because it's allergy season, <laughs> and will continue to. Uh, went wine tasting this Sunday. This texture says the wineries were packed, kids, families, every table, counter, chair full. Yet they're, cl- yet they're closing schools. I I don't they have a death witch. I don't I don't witch. have my head wrapped around this yet. 